this is the Matitious Podcast, and we're just going to get into it. Okay. I'm uh, over here with Santiago. I'm Santiago. My youngest brother. Okay. Uh, so, earlier we were talking about, well, we were talking about how I just finished reading, uh, listening to Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. And we kind of talked about, it's a really good book, like, literature-wise, but it's, it's really, I don't know, biased against what utopia might mean. Um, and I don't know, I think we, we could talk about, like, what, what a actual utopia might mean, um, with regards to, especially technology today. I feel like a utopia should be, I don't know, cause I feel like it, it, what's the actual word for utopia? Isn't it like impossible or something like that? Or fantasy? It, it essentially means just like a perfect world, but, or like a perfect society. Mm. Go ahead. Um, but I mean, I, I think the, the way, there's no actual perfect society. There's no actual perfection. And we can't, achieve that, but just because we can't achieve that doesn't mean that we shouldn't try. It doesn't mean that just, like, that, oh, well, you know, that'll never happen, so whatever. Like, no, we should actually try our best to make the world a better place. Okay, what is utopia? Okay, the word was coined by Sir Thomas More in Greek for his something-something book. 1916 book, Utopia, in, in Latin describing a fictional island society in the Atlantic Ocean. Sounds like, uh. Ideal you, society. Yeah. Describe. Okay, etymology. I mean, yeah, I mean, just the idea of an ideal society with, um, this here described imagined yeah. society. See, okay. The the word comes from the Greek like not like of or and something and then so it was not not place. So it means no place. Utopia like, literally means no place. Yeah, yeah. As in like I, I, I knew that that's kind of what it meant. Like as in like the name itself means like impossible or like you know like that you can't there can't be a place like this. Yeah. But what, what I'm saying is like, we should, a, a stri- like, I feel like perfection is something that, that no one ever reaches. Perfection is something that people are always strive to. Like, I'm not a perfect person, but I try to be a perfect person. Like, I, I try to be the best person I can be. Yeah. I try to learn from my mistakes. And I feel like that's kind of like what society should do to where, like, we, like, I don't know. I feel like people that poop on, like, the idea of an utopia. Like, I don't know, because, like, what's the, what's the goal of society? Like, like, it it should be to get better and better and better. And, I mean, it's not like capitalism is trying. It's not like capitalism is like, oh, this is how the world is going to be made a better place. I don't think it even actually has that goal. I think it's, it's really just trying to make sure that it keeps happening, which even, in and of itself, is destroying itself well, by its own values. I feel like nowadays it's not like 
don't know the 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 mentality of the world. I don't think that it is uh, like let's make the world a worse place. Uh, but I I do feel like like maybe like honest politicians are trying to fix it and stuff like that. But like the there is a clear like you know like I like I'm doing my best. But the corporations blah blah, blah. but the blah blah blah. But the, like you know that there are things stopping you from being efficient at moving society forward. Yeah. Um, and this is what I always like. I always use the Venus Project as an example for a, a model that we should move towards. Uh, I think one of the biggest problems that I have with the Venus Project is that it's just kind of out there and there's no actual steps in place from getting from here to the Venus Project. And but, like, the goals and the values are correct, like, using... I mean, should I describe the Venus Project? Well, I feel like it's... Uh, well, yeah, go ahead. All right, well, it's... Um, Jacques Fresco, he created it. He's a very old man. He lived through the Great Depression. And he calls it a resource-based economy, where instead of based on money, which practically doesn't exist anymore... Um, it's based on the resources that we have in the world that since we have the technology to make the world a sustainable place, to produce abundant uh, resources, that these resources will just be available to everyone. Not because we've worked hard for them or whatever, but just because they are available. Well, I, I feel like kind of with the, the idea of money, it's more of a like a resource-based economy rather than like money-based economy to where right now it's like, oh, you can't get a laptop because it's really expensive. Um, I mean, I don't, the, the thing is that like the example that he gives, like being in the Great Depression to where like there was still food mm-hmm. in, in, in places. There were still like, you know, things to be bought. But since the, since nobody had money, those things couldn't be given out. So then, and it's ridiculous. It's a, it's ridiculous mm-hmm. to sit here and be like, look at all these resources that we have, but I guess I don't have access to them because yeah. money. Yeah, like to like the idea to where like I mean, there's people dying of starvation, but we definitely have enough food for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so being, I don't know, and, and then you get into uh like the ugly subjects of like who gets what and why and blah 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 like communism and stuff like that all that evil shit to where like again like you we were talking about uh cuz what kind of sparked this is you said that you had finished Brave New World which is like an anti-utopia book and i feel like in this in the society like the the anti-utopia books get way more popular than the cuz he you said that he wrote that book Aldous Huxley? Uh, yeah. Against, like, another book that was, like, a utopian he, book. He wrote it against uh, a couple of H.G. Wells's utopian uh, novels, A Modern Utopia, and something else that I can't remember. I need um, to check that out. But it, it's weird because we, we hear about, like, Brave New World and 1984 and stuff when, I mean... Sure, they talk about like, oh, this is what happens if Big Brother gets control or, you know, everyone is brainwashed and there's alphas and epsilons and betas and, like, that's not what 
That's not what a utopia well, is going to yeah, turn the world into. The, yeah, there's also like, uh, like that kind of idea to where like, it's like, oh, this is what you'd, like, you know, this is what would happen. But then again, it's like, also it's like, how do you know that's what would happen? And also what's, like, that's not what, like, what we want. Like, I mean, that, that's not yeah. what we would want. So like, why would you say that that's what would happen? In Brave New World, um, the, the guy on top in the book kind of says that like, oh, we, we have all these things to make sure that everyone's happy. And then we don't have these things because it leads to other people being unhappy. So all we're trying to do is make sure that everyone's happy. And that's all well and good, but you're not really helping the situation just by making everyone happy. You just made them dumb enough to be happy with what they have. Mm -hmm. And that's not the key to a good world. That's not the key to, like, sure, everyone in the world is happy. Success? I mean, not really whenever, like, people just drug themselves to death or whatever. And that's kind of what we have with... I mean, the richest people on earth now, like, they have more than they know what to do with, and then a lot of them, like, uh, if you ever saw Wolf of Wall Street, he was like, I'm so stupid rich, I'm going to spend so much money on these ridiculous drugs. Ridiculous, ridiculous drugs. Well, it's not even like, because, <laughs> I mean, it's not even like, because I would say that, like, buying a mil- like, $10 million yacht. That would be, like, a crazy expense. But, like, I mean, relative to the yacht, the drugs were pretty cheap. Yeah, but, I mean, also a yacht, like, what the hell are you going to do with a $10 million yacht? You're going to party on it for a little bit, maybe crash it because you're drunk, and then buy another $10 million yacht? Get the loot. And that's sort of the problem, that, like, with the goal of capitalism, it's like, oh, you know, make a business and make money and then you'll you'll be able to, like, live a happy life with all this money that you have. And our government just sort of accommodates that by, like, we have a right to pursue happiness. And, I mean, people have succeeded at that by pursuing I feel like we should talk to somebody that's actually on the side of capitalism or like you know because like the, this is kind of masturbatory yes we are this both second on the side time of capitalism that I've <laughs> used the word masturbatory today um but I I feel like we're both on the same page and it's kind of like yeah but okay then let's talk about just how how we can fix this or how how would we fix it? how we would um i mean for starters we we can't have war anymore we can't have countries anymore and we can't have money anymore there, no i think cuz uh, uh, one of the things that i i uh when i asked daniel this question like one of the first things that he went for was abortion um uh, well, he was saying that, like, too many people are having babies. And then yeah. I, I was kind of against him that, like, because he was saying, like, people should take tests to have yeah. kids. And that's kind of, like, big brotherish, like, you difficult know. to accommodate. Yeah. And, like, it, it's kind of, because you, the first thing that kind of came to your mind was war, right? Yeah. I don't and, know why the first thing that came to his mind is, 
abortion. I don't well, know. The first, <laughs> I mean, well, you can kind of like trace it back to like, or like the, find the logic in it to where like the first thing that came to his mind was that because yes. if you, if dumb people have babies, then like there will be more dumb people in the world. Like, no, yeah. it's understandable because it's another point that I bring up that we're past the point of sustaining the people on the earth. Like, there was a point probably somewhere around like 5 billion where it's 7.1 billion nearing 7.2 billion and it's like we we just don't have the resources right now to uh, to manage this amount of people on planet earth and can i i feel like we we could um i think instead of trying to sort of hamfist trying to accommodate everyone on earth I think we should, I mean, sure, it gets a little ridiculous. Let's get off the stupid planet, make some colonies somewhere else, because we just don't have the resources anymore to to live on planet Earth. Uh, but I don't, I, I don't think we're at that point yet, and I... I like, the only way that we're going to get to that point, if we stop, is if we stop war, if we are united as a planet Earth. We're not getting off this rock until we're united as humanity. Well, the thing is, like, I don't know, and again, like, I've heard uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about this to where, uh, Neil deGrasse and Bill Guy talk about this to where, like, people say, like, uh, like, and kind of like they were poo-pooing a little bit on on, uh, Interstellar to where, like, it's like, oh, let's just go to another planet. Like, you know, like, that's the fix. It's like, you're gonna go and terraform another planet when this one it's terraformed already. Like, you know, like, what, yeah. it's way easier to fix this one than to go over there and start one from scratch. Yes. But it's not like, it's not like we're just going to colonize Mars. We're just going to take all the people from Earth and colonize Mars. No, we're going to, like, mass affect it and we're going to just go to other places, make colonies in other places. We're not going to leave Earth, but we just have to make sure that, like, there aren't so many people on Earth that it can't hold them anymore. Well, I feel like, I mean, the, the, there are these, those kinds of projects, like, happening. Like, you know, we do have, and again, it, I mean, it should, we should be spending a lot more money in, like, space exploration, but, uh, we, we do have these projects to go and, like, kind of colonize Mars. Like, is it, uh, SpaceX that was... I don't think it? it's SpaceX, but they're gonna do, like, a one of them, TV yeah. show thing that's uh, talking about the people who are gonna go to Mars and die, probably. But, yeah, that's. Fine. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, the thing is, like, you're. It's a one way trip. You are for sure gonna die. Like, yeah, and, and we're all for sure gonna die, but they're for sure gonna die, not on Earth. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I wait. Going back, um, the only way that we're gonna uh get off this planet is if we are united as humanity because um, as long as we have these arbitrary lines for countries or as long as we have these arbitrary like markers between people about how much money you have or how white you are or how black you are uh, like it doesn't we're, we're not going to be at our fullest potential if we I'll, I'll, I'll go this way the uh what's his face Jones Alex Jones it's like black helicopters 
New World Order, like what 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 do you think? Like, cause uh, like to unite the whole world, how do we keep like the people that are already in power from like from getting getting power? And now the whole world is like you know now New World Order, like you know now the whole world is united, and now like corporations own everything like not, now and now like not you know, necessarily how do I you think, stop that from happening if, if we do unite like the whole world i think the only way to unite the whole world is via education and not like biased education like look at how awesome america is because that's very obviously what we have in our education system mm-hmm. um but just like in a look at the triumph of humanity whenever we work together and notice how this has been a trend through all of humanity forever. Um, and I think that's that's the best way, because you can't... Once we're grounded in logic and reason, and we're educated in the way that these things work, there you have to be crazy to deny it. Like, you have to be. So, like, if you're taught that, hey, look, the stove is hot, if you put your hand on it, you'll burn it, then, okay, well, I will reasonably not touch the stove because it's hot and my hand will burn. But you'd have to be crazy or, like, deny everything to put your hand on the stove. You you can uh, teach people things, and there will always be, like, outliers. And, and, And you want outliers like that's where innovation comes from you can't you don't want everyone to be the, be the same no but we do want everyone to be educated yeah. so that those outliers have more opportunities to contribute even more rather than just be shut down the way that they have been well mainly i, I feel like the education system should be kind of like free as in like people should be uh free to learn whatever it is they want and to be encouraged by their environment and their society to learn whatever they want. So as if like, I want to be a doctor and then like they, they have a lot of support from everywhere and they're like everywhere they look to, it's like, Oh, you want to be a doctor? They have all the support like that we can provide as a society to make them into a doctor. Mm -hmm. And, um, like that with like whatever it is that they want, uh, just, provide a lot of support to for people to learn whatever it is they want um and try to find like a a better way to teach people that's not yeah and that's i mean it goes into details but like just in general if we can i think we can fix most of the world's problems right now just by educating people like look this is how this is how science works. This is how logic works. This is how math works. Here's all the here's okay. all the resources that you have in your brain so that we can fix things. How do you start though? Because there are like there's Africa. There's like you know the Middle East. Like people that like for sure do not want your help. <laughs> I mean, at some point, like you you just can't fight the correctness of unity well, <laughs> like no I, I understand but like how do you start it I mean it in the same way that everyone has sort of been like not in the same way but it, in a similar way that everyone's sort of been like propagandized into believing that like 
capitalism is the only way to make things happen. Like, we need to understand that united as a human race is the only way to make things happen. And, and I, it, again, like, I, I don't... I don't disagree with you that being united is the right thing to do. But the the what I'm trying to say is, like, you can't... I don't know. I, I, I don't feel like it, it should be, like, super... I feel like it should be demonstrated rather than like well, yeah. just like like we tell like the United States we tell you we are the best country in the world we tell you that like you know this is the freest country in the world we tell you like you know like we're better like you know mm-hmm. we say it it's ver- like you know but <laughs> but I mean does Sweden have to tell you that like they're number one in like education yeah exactly like, well that's that's how you do it with actual information, actual Mm. evidence that shows that, like, hey, look, this is... These are the reasons why united as a human race were much better than being separated through different countries or different religions or anything at all. Do you think... Because I think people are gonna die. For sure. Unfortunately. Because I... I I mean, this is... Because, again, I've thought about this. This is the way that I kind of picture it happening to where, like, you start... Like, you start the city. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you start the city, and you just recruit. Like, and anyone... You let people join. Whoever wants to join, you let people join. And you let people learn, and you, like, help them out. Mm-hmm. And, and it, like, that's the way that you do it. But there's also going to be people on the outside that do not want to come in, and do not want to... Like, you know, like... Don't want... That will fight it, like, you know. Yeah. And at some point, like, once that society, like, grows and becomes strong through what it is, um, Cause at I, some point, you're, <laughs> at some point, you're kind of stupid if you don't. No, well, this is the way that I feel. It's not like you're stupid if you don't, like, you know. No. You, but the thing is, like, I, I feel like you shouldn't have that kind of attitude, and I feel like it should be more like you start the city, and then... You, because I feel like there, there's gonna be like countries that do not want anything to do with it, and there's definitely there has to be kind of like almost kind of like mercenaries that like escort people out mm-hmm. because there, there's like you know like to escape like uh, uh like a really bad country like you know like people are gonna try like oh you you want to escape we're gonna kill you like you know like mm-hmm. or stuff like that it's like it's like treasonous to leave mm-hmm. so. Um, there's gonna be kind of there's gotta be kind of like escorts and stuff like that that be kind of like oh or if there's any way for them to get in contact you want to escape we'll help you and mm-hmm. also it has to be kind of like two handed to where like whoever wants to escape we help them escape and also those countries to where like we gotta kind of be like oh I see you're struggling with water can we help you it's like yeah. oh I see you're struggling with this and that can we help you paper clip <laughs> oh, I see you're trying to <laughs> feed your people. Would you like some help? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, in that way, in, and that's the thing that, as you've heard from the first podcast, like, Love Never Fails is my, mm-hmm. my number one thing. And that that evidence will speak for itself. That as long as we, like, strongly believe in, like, love and unity, like... We will be standing together and we will help each other. And even the countries that, like, don't want to 
be united with everyone else. Mm. We'll show them like, hey, look, we'll still help you out because we're all a human race. Mm. Like, we're not just going to be biased towards the people that are within the society because then we'd just be doing the same thing. Mm. No. Because that... I was also thinking, we reach out to all of humanity. I was because again, I'm thinking more, much more like, like bring. Well, I guess still ideas, but like bringing down from like idealism and like bringing down from like let's do it to where like actually steps to where we could do it. Mm-hmm. Then I'm thinking about like just a near city and then escorting people in, mm-hmm. and like how do you make sure that those people are not terrorists? Like you know, people that like. Oh, sure, I want to escape. And then they get in there and then they blow you up. Like, you know, like, yeah. uh, how do you make sure of that? Cause I would not want to have, like, spot, as in, like, you know, like, oh, sure, come into this house that we built for you and then just it be wired to the tits. And then, like, just like <laughs> listening to all of their conversations and just be like, I mean, aha, you're a terror. Like, you know, I mean, something that would just have to come out of it would have to be disarmament. Like, and again, I, I feel like things can't be. And it's forced. Hard. Yeah, but I mean, like, here, you want to join us? Well, here's these new clothes and things, and we're just going to take these other things because so they can't even keep their old clothes. I mean, sure, but if they're hiding a bomb underneath all their clothes, like, understandably. Well, sure. I mean, they, there could be. But that's the thing that if you, if you're wanting to, go into a peaceful society, you're not going to be like, oh, but you can't take my clothes. Like, you'll be like, well, yeah, sure. I mean, well, hopefully that's reasonable enough. Well, I was like, sure, you can come to our country, but first get naked. Like, <laughs> um, <It's on> top. <laughs> sure. but I think more like it, it can be, cause again, it, it's gotta be a society of help to where mm-hmm. like, we help you do whatever it is you want to do to where like maybe when they first come in they would have a good like you know therapist that like will help mm-hmm. them like they might have some trauma they might the, have like okay and then after that it's like what do you want you want to learn we'll teach you like, yeah what? and the the second part to this will is definitely technology that at least with the venus project like the biggest focus on like achieving these things is through technology that we we wouldn't be able to achieve this like small band of people like to begin with if we didn't have the technology to sustain ourselves well sure like one of the ideas of the venus project is that technology can free us from like from a big percentage of the work and And, yeah i mean i i agree i mean a very very large percentage like Nobody needs to farm because hydroponics are fully automated. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 they've already made hydroponic farms that are fully automated. Well, how good is it? Have you had any of the vegetables? I haven't, but I've uh-huh. seen, <laughs> I have seen like the videos of like an entire like pallet of we of lettuce, <laughs> uh, was mm. like fully automated taken into a plant and it was nobody was there it was just fully automated and I think we can do that with most anything just because but I, I and again like we we can do that with most anything and like I feel like it is kind of pompous to say that's perfect because it, it, it's not yeah okay then, like I mean that's what I'm saying like they they're probably you still need some people to run it you probably still need some people to kind of innovate to where like mm-hmm. 
oh, that's not 100% per, like, you know, that's not... And that's the thing that, you know, you, you get these people that are truly curious, truly wanting to help. Like, you can't say that an engineer will look at a fully automated hydroponic plant and be like, nah, it's fine. An engineer will totally try to find every single way that he can improve it. And that's a thing that we can't just accept that like, oh, we've reached this point. Okay, we're done with that. Here's the next thing. Like, no, we've, we're always trying to improve. And with, you could say that billions of people trying to help technology. Yeah. You can say that for capitalism too, that like, I mean, they're trying to make everything better, like through profits. Yeah, but there's also a loophole to that, that through profits, you can make more profits and not innovate in the way that we have planned obsolescence. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's a thing that we have to try and innovate in a productive way. And the only actual productive way is actually improving things. Because iPhones are innovative, sure, but they don't make them too innovative because then they'll be too good and people won't buy the next one. Like, and... Yeah, I mean, iPhones don't have all the... all the most advanced things to where, like... The, like, even though the iPhone 6, like, you know, is the newest iPhone, it's not waterproof. Yeah. So, so I mean, mean, yeah, and that's, that's the thing, that the goal in capitalism is profit, and the goal in, let's just say, the real world should be to make stuff better. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's an example that they use in, uh, Zygast Moving Forward and, um, Paradise or Oblivion that uh, if I'm going to build a table I'm not going to build it out of crappy materials I'm going to take the best things that I can mm-hmm. and build that table and it's going to be as indestructible a table as I can make it because because it needs to be and that we're not going to like we're not going to go half ass on something because eh, this is sort of what I feel like doing. Like, no, we we should always strive for the best because it's the best. Mm-hmm. And that's just... That's just correct. <laughs> that's just the correct thing to do. Because it, it just makes no sense to make a computer that's going to break later. It makes no sense to make a car that's going to break down a lot. We should make things to be as sustainable as possible. Okay. I mean, that, I mean, that's what we're going for. Yeah, but, and it would, it would be that way through, through everything. Like, same with education. We're not just going to be like, well, here's the standard of education. We're just going to leave that there. It's going to constantly evolve. It's going to constantly, uh, make sure that we are helping people learn in the best way possible. Um, and that's how it'll go. Like, we're, we do constantly have people like working on like the best technologies or whatever, but at some point in capitalism, it stops being about making it better and it starts being about making profits. Mm-hmm. And the goal shouldn't be to make profit. The goal should be to make things better. Well, the, again, like a, a, one of the questions that comes up, it's like, what if we only have some, like, the best phones will be out of uranium, right? And there's only so much uranium, like, you know, 
So, like, you, we can only make 500 phones. <laughs> well, yeah, but... 500 also, of the best phones, like, you know. I mean, but also, the best doesn't necessarily always mean the best for everyone. It's the best that we can make with the resources available. Because, see, then, then again, you get to... Uh, so, I mean, there would be tiers of phones. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a phone maker, but, um, you, cause you I mean, I think there, there could be that everything would be specialized because we're able to make it that way. Yeah. So that, you know, I, I don't need the best running shoes because I'm not a marathon runner or it's not my hobby to run extremely long distances. So I'm going to use this kind of shoe because it's pretty good for what I do. Do you think that there would be... Well, also... I don't know. What... If you had the best running shoe, don't you think you'd be a better runner? Yeah. (laughs) But just because you're not a better runner, you won't get the better shoes that would make you a better runner. I mean... Yeah. I mean, I'm probably having Mm. some, like... Because I don't know. But if Mm. anything... Sure, if we can make the best running shoe for everyone, let's make the best running shoe for everyone. And I feel like that's a bad example just because shoes are just made out of rubber and cloth. <laughs> but, um, but, but, I mean, the, the idea s- stays to where, but I feel like that's not a, such a big deal at the beginning. You know, like in the beginning, we should tackle the big problems, the big which problems is like of- education and well, I, I mean, I feel like it's education and, like, providing enough resources, like, just to, to live mm-hmm. for everyone in the world. Yeah, because <laughs> we we do have too many people starving. We have too many people dying from stupid things. We have too many people killing each other because they don't have available resources. Or we have too many people killing each other because they don't agree on a religion. And... These are silly things to fight over. And again, the the religion thing would be hard to where, like, uh, again, like you said, like you, are you gonna make people not have a religion? Like, if you if you accept them into your into your like you know your first city, like you know, I don't like, think. Oh, I'm sorry, you can't be a Muslim. I don't think a religion is uh, to an extent. I don't think certain parts of certain religions are detrimental or helpful to a society. Like, I think it's it's fairly neutral for the most part, except for ones where it's like, well, we require the blood of a virgin, like, and we can use actual evidence to show as to why that's not the most productive. Yeah. Um, I, I think that it, it should... We should definitely... I don't know, I guess kind of create a, a smarter public or like a more tolerant public to where they're m- more understanding to other people's, I guess, feelings. Like, you know, or just like, just to, again, kind of like how we were talking about, uh, the, the Confederate flag to where like you should understand that. Yes. Like, understand that you don't mean to be a racist when you have the Confederate flag, but you have to be understanding that that flag has racist connotations. Mm hmm. Um, so the same thing to where, like, like, uh, I don't know, like Muslims or like other religions that, for example, have, uh, 
ex- uh, exclusionary kind of like rules to where like if um, I think it's uh, Jehovah's Witness or like it, it, a lot of them actually yeah. like Mormons that like oh you're not a Mormon anymore you're not allowed to talk to any anybody else mm-hmm. like, you know like um, and that's I think having those sorts of principles kind of deny themselves. So again, like, how do you fix that? How do you, like, you know, in the first test city, like, do you let Mormons in? I'm sorry, I think, you're a Mormon, you're not allowed in because you're rude? No, I think it's it's more of letting, letting us see, or letting each other see the good parts and the bad parts of their own religion. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, recently I've I've become less of a Christian and more of just kind of everything. But, like, I think the way that I've tried analyzing Christianity is that, oh, well, here's some things that are helpful in it, and here's some things that really aren't, and that are dangerous or risky behaviors or values to accept. And that I didn't, you know, outright, like, deny everything. I didn't say, like, well, God is dead and let's go eat some babies. I, I've i looked at the good parts of what makes Christianity good and some of the parts that makes it not as good as it should be. And I'm... In your opinion, eating babies is definitely on the good side of Christianity. <laughs> babies could be delicious, but counterproductive to making the world a better place. <laughs> yeah, like Daniel was saying, some people shouldn't have babies. Maybe we should eat those babies. <laughs> um, in any case, um, it does require some critical thought as to what we should do with um, religion. Like, I mean, some of the, the things that we can <laughs> hold such as I mean, obviously, in Islam, like, they have something, some values that they have, and a lot of their good values, like, I really appreciate that the Quran says, like, it's the worst crime to take away an innocent life. Like, and that's a really good thing to have. A not as good thing to have is to subdue women. And how do you, how do you bring them in then? How do you, because I feel like, I mean, the way I'm thinking is, like, maybe you come in, and then, because you can't assume that everybody, like, oh, you're a Muslim, you have these, like, you know, you, you no, hate women. You so you, you kind of have to have a hands-off approach until, like, until something, yeah, something becomes a problem. And then have, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, group therapy could help. To yeah. Where, like, hey, this is how she feels, this is how you feel. Mm-hmm. And then try to really make both parties understand how yeah. they feel. And that's, I mean, that's a part of education. I think... And I always refer to education not just in, like, going to school, but just being educated as in not being ignorant. Yeah. Well, again, I I think that maybe with... Again, I'm I'm thinking of the logistics. You bring people in, you let them do what they want, and then when there's a problem, then you talk to them, Mm -hmm. have group therapy, like, let them both know. And I feel like the, the next generation will like benefit from it the next generation will always be better i feel like this generation that we have now like with the internet a lot 
more of us. Like the the younger people are kind of more aware of certain problems to where like they're they have less trust in their government they have like you know they they have Mm -hmm. less trust for authority and like i mean it's been kind of like a a trend since like the 60s to where like you know people are less willing to accept these things at face value yeah um and yeah i mean that's something that that does need to be integrated into societies that you know rather than Rather than saying no to something, we have to, like, be open and let people know, like, this is how, or this is the best way to do things because evidence. <laughs> and, and also, I feel like, again, like, group therapy is, cause I mean, that's a tool. Group therapy is a good thing because it, it creates, like, even with kids and parents, it creates an environment to where, like, let's sit down and talk about it. It's a lot, it, like, what is more likely to happen now? Since, like, if you, you're all, if you have, like, if that's available to you, to, like, the, the, like, group therapy is available and free to you, like, you know, then it will happen a lot more. It, to where, like, if there's, like, a domestic dispute, mm-hmm. like, you know, um, I mean, police could come and then just get them both in and then just put them, like, let's talk about it what mm-hmm. happened like you know instead of like you're going to jail like you know and that's it like and you know, that's counterproductive <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and yeah that's that's something else that like that the current system that we have of like taking people to jail or someone murdered someone so we're just going to murder them too um is counterproductive um rather we should uh I mean, in the same way that, like, if someone is like, no, this is the way, the best way to do things, and we'll be like, well, here's the evidence as to why that's not true. And if they refuse to accept that, like, it does take some group therapy, or just, like, I mean, you, you are just not correct in believing these things. And And that's kind of, it's hard to accept, but that's, that's something that we, that we need to accept my third thing. Uh, I might be wrong that as long as I hold something to be true above anything else, like, and it turns out to be wrong, I could become belligerent and refuse, or I could, you know, be accepting and see as to why this seems like such compelling evidence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that rather than refusing to, uh, be accepting, we can at least be open to acknowledging new evidence and acknowledging uh, different values than we used to have. So, I mean, right now, our values are, let's say, profit at all costs, or, um, sure, let's just go with that one, like, profit at all costs, but we can see like just evidence in this society as to why profit at all costs isn't the best way to go about making a good society because we see that you know people end up being really rich and some people end up being really poor and that sucks <laughs> i mean i feel like a good balance in this society like besides just make money i feel like fucking bitches is also really important i mean yeah 
fucking bitches is pretty nice. And sometimes making money is necessary to fuck some bitches. It is. It is. <laughs> um, but either way, um, the, the way to make this start working is through love and unity and then continue to be open in educating any everyone, not just through school, but educating through uh, making sure that people aren't ignorant. Um, I think that's one of the biggest problems we have in society right now is that, you know, most of the people who, like, uh, stand in the way of, like, progressive ideals is less because their way is better and more because they are ignorant as to what the other side is. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, whenever people stand in the way of like, oh, gays shouldn't get married, like, they probably never met a gay couple, they've probably never spoken to them or been friends with them and been like, oh, these people actually do love each other and love each other in the same way that a heterosexual couple does. And that's something, you know we can either be ignorant to that and just be like, nope, I'm right and you're wrong. Or we can be like, oh, I see why that is. Another thing that I was thinking again, like, because I'm thinking about actual logistics, if, uh, would you let them move in wherever they wanted? Because, uh, let's say that you have an area in the city and, like, there's, like, a Muslim neighborhood and then a gay neighborhood and then, like, all these kinds of neighborhoods to where they're separated and they're free to kind of ignore each other's uh, like, you know, like, plights and stuff like sure. that. Sure. I mean, because that's the thing, if, um, <laughs> in today's society, you know, if a white dude moves into a black neighborhood, like, it'll be kind of hard for him. But if we're a open, embracing society, you know, a white dude can move into a black neighborhood and be like, hey, what's up? And things can be just fine just because we understand that we're all human beings. <laughs> okay, hold on. So are you trying to say that, like, white people have it easier in black neighborhoods? Uh, that's not true at all. Because, <laughs> um, no, but I think that if we are an open, embracing society, uh, a black dude moving into a Muslim society will be just fine. Well, I'm not saying, like, we can have those open societies. I'm saying that, I mean, there, there are communities to where, like, I mean, I, like, I mean, in, for example, in Miami, there's, like, communities of Venezuelans. And mm -hmm. then just all the Venezuelans jump in there because they, they want to be around all the Venezuelans. And that's understandable, mm -hmm. right? Like, I mean, you, would you stop that from happening? No, I don't, I don't think that's okay. a negative thing. But the thing that I'm, trying to say is that whenever that kind of when whenever that happens for example here in, here in the south uh which uh, i mean i listen to podcasts like for, uh, people in uh in california and they they're kind of they don't use the like you they don't they're more aware to not use the word like that's gay like you know yeah to where like here like it's probably it's harder in oklahoma for gay people so, mm -hmm. And then, so, we don't, since we don't see it that much, people say, that's gay, and, mm -hmm. like, don't think about it. 
there's no like there's no gay person standing right there to say like that's not cool like you know like yeah and so that's what I'm saying to where like whenever these like you know communities happen naturally to where they segregate themselves I mean I think there's more the question to ask is why do these communities segregate themselves because they feel uh, I mean they want to hang out with people like themselves yeah but at the same time why shouldn't you because I mean biologically biologically at least we embrace different that uh biology seeks to uh mate with the most diverse so that the largest combination of things is more productive to uh evolution and that's just naturally occurring in biology um and we ourselves and these societies have sort of neglected that in the since we feel more at home with people who are the same as us we are uh becoming less diverse um in certain ways in other places people who are more embracing of each other's cultures, there's, you know, more diverse, um, I mean, more diversity and more well, intermingling think, of... Do you think diversity will fall apart? Will all become one beige race? Um, this is hard to say, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Mm. I don't think that, I mean, sure, we shouldn't, like, neglect or reject other uh, cultures because those are important and have been important to people's lives. But if we could at some point become one beige race, if we're united and we're productive... Do you think that maybe some hate could could happen to where, like, if you're not beige, like, you're black, it's like, oh, look at your family. They're all black. Like, you know, as in, like, how come you're not banging white chicks? Like, you know, like... <laughs> uh, I think that at the point to where we get to being one beige race, I think that sort of ignorance will fall away. <laughs> well, but, I mean, because it does kind of say something about you, too, where, like, I mean, like, if you're white, your mom was white, your dad is white, it's like, come you're not fucking black bitches like you know like <laughs> it's like how come your family is so white like how come you're not beige like the rest of us like you know i feel like that almost like um i don't know that because there, there can be again like if you do <laughs> uh raise like more understanding children and stuff like that and more like you know race people in diverse societies that there won't be so much hate but the, it, it is it is put in your face to where, like, I mean, yeah. we're brown and we're, I mean, people let us know that we're brown. I mean, it's not like we don't know, but so like, haha, donkey. Yeah, but I think it's the, it's the way that we interact with that sort of diversity that we can either learn to be like, oh, those people are black and, and treat them negatively, or we can be open to that where I have heard stories where it's like, uh, a black kid is in a community and like a white girl's like instead of being like oh that girl's black she's more like i'm very interested that this person is black i'm going to try and talk to them and see what's up with that like and then don't you think that the they come kid? they come to find out that they're perfectly normal people just because they have like just because they have different color skin doesn't make them 
yeah. any different. And that, that sort of embracing of other cultures rather than rejecting other cultures is something that we can, um, it's something positive that we can spread as a society rather than it being sort of like a law that tells you, you can't discriminate. It can be a social order thing that we can, Oh, well, of course it's acceptable to be black or be anything. And we should just embrace that. And that comes less out of government. It comes less out of politics and it comes more out of how humans interact. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sure. If, if that idea is fully embraced, yeah, we could totally achieve one beige society. And I think that would be totally cool. And the beige society would not hate on races that are not beige. <laughs> that have been historically racist because they're not banging people from other <laughs> I mean, I think it's weird to be racist against... Because, I mean, it's like... It's like reverse. That's reverse uh, racism. Like a reverse racism to where, like, it's not so much like, cause I mean, it's like your genes. Like, as in, like, look, you're black. Your family hasn't banged a white, enough white bitches to well, yeah, their blackness. If like, we're you know, embracing. Or like, or just like being white as like, look, you're white. Like, your family hasn't been banging enough brown people. <laughs> So, like, what, what, your family doesn't like brown people? What's wrong with brown people? How come you've only been banging, like, white people? <laughs> I think that that's some weird form of reverse racism. I don't think that would happen. <laughs> well, because, I mean, because it, it is... You're not tolerant enough. <laughs> well, again, like, as an, or, because they might not be. Like, you know, the, the, the pure race, the pure breed might not be... <laughs> Kind of like a like a pure breed dog, like you know, like that that person might like. Oh, I I love white bitches, like you know. But but the, his parents, his family has been. Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't think that would happen. <laughs> no. Let's out. let's get there first. Yes. Um. <laughs> um. No, but I think this this thing this. I don't want to say utopian, but this sort of more idealistic than what we have now idea um, is to be spread more through human interaction, more through social interaction, rather than through forcing people. That I, I feel like that that is important to try to make things. Like, not through force and more through, like, showing them, more through, like, helping them to, like, it's not like, again, the, when you start, when you start the city, you would want to show other countries or other, like, societies to where, like, we're not against you, we can help you, like, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's, that's exactly how it becomes better. Mm -hmm. Like, Christianity became a big thing, not because they were like, I worship Jesus, but because they were, their communities were, Good. But again, so, you, you you are, I feel like in the beginning stages, you are going to need some mercenaries. You are going to need some people with guns. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate the fact that that is necessary, but yeah, because people are violent and belligerent and sometimes you're going to have to fight against that or else you will die. Um, and I would like to get to the point to where we don't have to anymore. I think it'll be a joyous celebration someday whenever we destroy our guns. Um, but also, I mean, hunting's good. I mean, yeah. 
Sure. <laughs> but I mean, the, the fact and that playing paintball is fun. Sure. <laughs> I mean, simulations are good for that. The, the, there's a difference between, like, playing, like, you know, going paintballing and yeah. sh- playing Call of Duty. I think that will have to depend on the culture of the time whenever we get there. You think that in the future, like, nobody will want to play Call of Duty? Nobody will, like, want to... I don't know. I think it might seem barbaric. Do you think it's barbaric? Yeah. I don't. (laughs) I think it's fun. I mean, I think that you can have, like, sports. And you can have, like, you know, rivalry. I I don't feel like... Again, like, we might be, like, you know... The... Like, you know... say Speaking as in, like... Like these are the 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 debates that would happen to where like that's barbaric and it's like I don't think that's barbaric. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it kind of says a lot about our brains that we enjoy simulations of people killing people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like you don't play video games where you kill people. Of course, I play video games where I kill people, but it's I'm also in- integrated in the society where I've been raised to think that. But also, I mean. You can kill people in the video game, and you can not kill people in real life. Yeah, I think that's a very bad misconception that people have about video games, that it so then makes w- people more violent. But so then wouldn't, isn't it kind of wrong of you to assume that people of the future will not want to paintball? Because, you know... I I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I do think there is there is kind of like... I don't know, like, a, like we we want to work out. Like, that we have energy inside of us mm-hmm. that we need to get out, like, you know. And, I mean, it, it could... It could get out through, like, hunting. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you, you... You're, like, backpacking. You're, like, you know, you're going, you're chasing yeah. an animal, you, you're exerting energy, and then you like, shoot the animal, and it's not like, yeah, fuck you, animal. It, it's like a... <laughs> It's like a, a happy and a somber because, like, I mean, you're happy that you got it. Why you're... New Yorker is hunting? <laughs> yeah, fuck you, animal. <laughs> hey, <laughs> my eat. This was a nice sauce. <laughs> That's Italian, but <laughs> hey, you, there, there's some Italians in New York. <laughs> there's lots of Italians in New York. There you go. <laughs> hey, but um, yeah, no, I think that's that's great to work that out. But I, I think it's odd to be in a peaceful society and sort of embrace um, killing things. I think it's it's odd. I think it... Um, uh, what's a good way to word this? Like, while it might seem excessively, like, prudish of me to be like, oh, well, we don't need to kill things. That's, like, there's some reason in that that no, video games don't make people more violent, but, like, we do have a very violent mentality, and that that's not necessarily good to have. But, see, I don't... Again, I don't think, like... I don't know, like, in the future, there won't be any, like, violent movies. Like, you know, there won't be stuff like that. Like, I feel like it's... I I don't know, and neither of us have the correct psychological statistical information well, to prove this but 
Will we, like, again, kind of like book burning, will we burn all the video games that were, like, so l nobody finds this because it's violent? It'll I think, I think that's, that's too much of an extreme that, um, I've said this a lot before that, um, a lot of cultures and societies, uh, usually have, follow this sort of wave where as the wave goes up, everything becomes, um, as the wave goes up, Jesus is doing a wave with his body. That's why I'm laughing. But um, as the wave goes up, people become very, like, prude and, like, conservative. And they're like, oh, showing ankle? My. Uh, like, my word. That's a lot of ankle. But, like, you, as... You going just on that? <laughs> you go, can you go come on that? <laughs> <laughs> um, but as the wave starts going down, because those people were so strict, people that come out of that start being more Rebellion, open yeah. and then the wave starts going down and at the bottom of the wave it's like ooh open debauchery. and killing and yeah. debauchery and then that's too much of an extreme and people who come out of that start going back up to the top of the wave and becoming strict again it's I think it's but a I feel funny like it, cycle. it doesn't stay the same it's not the same as like strict on like not strict I feel like it could be like strict and then like you know the 60s and 70s happen, like, you know, all those hippies, mm -hmm. and then what comes, the kind of strict that comes out of it is, like, s s there was people... A, there was a wave of conservatism, conservatism, um, after that. But it wasn't the same people. I feel like the people that came out of that, that are people that, that was crazy, we need some structure. Mm -hmm. To where, like, the 60s and 70s, the hippie movement had very little structure. Mm -hmm. To, like, if, if there's... Like, concert, like, you know, if there is, uh, like, you know, uh, just a lot of debauchery and a lot of, I don't know, conservatism, like, uh, whatever it is, like, you know, the, the way that comes out of the debauchery is not the same. It's not the same yeah. wave that the, that the original mm. people came out of to mm. be debaucherous, if that's yeah. a word. Um, it's not like, again, like, from like, don't show ankle, and then it's like, let's come on that ankle, and then like, the people that come out of, like, coming on that ankle, it's like, okay, maybe we don't gotta come on the ankle, but maybe we can still like it. Like, if, yeah. or something like that, like, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, maybe over time the wave is reduced and we'll find a happy medium. We're just not there yet. But I don't think that we're going to be like, you know, we have to be so positive that we can't have violent, like, that's a, extremist I kinda, side to... I feel like as long... If we definitely... I feel like the people that want to burn books, they're completely right. Or like the people that would want to burn the video games would be right. Unless all that information is lost. But, like, it's yeah, that's, gonna that's keep the problem, back. that we... We're still gonna we want to... We shouldn't just destroy history because we don't like it. We shouldn't burn the Confederate flag because... It's racist. We should kindly put it away, look at it, and be like, look, this stands for something, this. or this stood for a lot of things for people, in the same way that we can't just burn books. But seem... also, don't you think that there would be some kind of taboo from people, oh, that guy's playing Call of Duty. Like, that's violent, dude. Like, you're playing Call of Duty? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but like... It doesn't mean the same thing to you that it means to me. I don't want to kill people. I'm just playing Call of Duty. Yeah, and that's... Like, I'm that's just saying, defense. dude, that's kind of violent. Yeah. 
And that's like the same. I mean, again, like it's all kind of like the same argument to where like like uh, oh well, like I'm not racist, but I do like the general elite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you also have to understand that like okay, well, sure, it's you. Like, and that's the thing, I'm not against video games, I love video games. I've spent countless hours listening to video game podcasts, and I watched E3 and all that. But, I think, uh, in the same way that we have to not be ignorant about, like, what the Confederate flag means, we have to not be ignorant about what Call of Duty means. It's that Call of Duty comes out of this very violent society that we, that this became entertainment for us because we think that war is cool and fun, and that's why that's why I became yeah. so popular. That, like, sure, it is a lot of fun to play. I uh, Actually, I prefer Halo, but, um, like, these violent games are a lot of fun so to play. as long as they're aliens, you don't mind killing them? That has not much to do with as to why. It's because Halo has an actual story. But anyways, um... I've heard that Call of Duty has, like, a really good story. Again, I'm not Good job, but Kevin Spacey and Troy Baker. Mm-hmm. But, um, the... We have to understand that, like, these types of video games came out of a society that was very violent and tried to sort of, in and of itself, make propaganda to embrace these sorts of things. I'm not saying that Call of Duty is propaganda. It sort of is. That, hey, look at how cool and awesome it is to be in the military. Look at all these cool and awesome things that people do. And while it is a lot of fun to play these games, like, we also have to, have to understand that that's a result of a very violent culture that we have. Yeah. And in the same way that, uh, sure, like, I can be happy that General Lee was a successful general, but I can also understand that some of these people were terrible people and racist, and maybe that's not the best way to go about it. Well, when when I was saying, I think General Lee was also the name of the uh, the car of uh, Duke Duke's Hazard. <laughs> um, yeah. But but I don't think that we should like burn or destroy these things. I think something that uh, something that Jacques Fresco said that like we would have like museum cities to show like this is what we used to have and this yeah. is why what we have now is much better than that. Like, oh, look, people drove cars on their own and people... That's how would, dangerous. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's extremely dangerous. Now we rely on the computer because it can make calculations much faster than mm. any human brain can. Mm. Like, and it shouldn't mean that we should, like, oh, we have self-driving cars now. Destroy all the old cars. No, it should be like, look at how dangerous these old cars were. We should... We should never destroy history. We should acknowledge it and move forward from it. And I would still like for there to be, like, a kind of Audubon, and you can drive, like, a 69 Mustang and, like, just, like, soup it up and, like, just still, like, you know, like, kind of like go-karts, but with real cars. I mean, I mean, because that exists now, but Mm -hmm. I don't feel like... It's also extremely dangerous. (laughs) And I don't know that there does have to be a balance of like, you know, rejection of bad things, but not an outright rejection to where we destroy it, not, but... Not like a banning. Yeah, we, we can't have a, a list of books that people can't read anymore, like the Catholic Church 
used to. I don't know if they still do. Um, but, like, because that's just outright rejection of information, and that that's soliciting ignorance, and we shouldn't promote ignorance ever. Um, instead, we should be open to everything, acknowledge the information that we have, and move forward from that. Um, at which point that, you know, at some point we're gonna, I think, we're, either we're going to all die in a fiery hellhole, uh, or we're going to achieve this nice point in society where it's like, man, I can't believe that we used to do that. And another quote from Jack Fresco, he says like, the horror movies of the future are going to be this world. That like, oh my gosh, they're eating so much that they're obese and then they're throwing away more food while other people are starving? That's awful. Like, and the fact that that's like a commonality today is also ridiculous and that we shouldn't embrace that. Like, I think that we're going to reach that point someday if we don't die. Um, and that it'll be, I don't know, I think it'll be nice. I, I can't say that, like, we're not going to have violent video games or not. I, I really don't know. Because um, it'll take a long time for culture to reach that point. Um, what I think we should do today is find ways to... Mm, Come on that angle. <laughs> find ways to move towards these ideas that will be beneficial to the future. Um, yeah. Are we good? Yeah, we're good. All right. Um, um, check out Santiago's music on SoundCloud. Santiago underscore... Oh, well, uh, soundcloud.com slash Santiago dash Ramones. I'm on Twitter at Santiago R underscore music that's the same for my Instagram but sure <laughs> and you can follow me and uh, well I mean I have uh, a Twitter that's at Mudicious and Instagram at Mudicious and Mudicious.com to check out the podcasts alright bye bye I love Thank you, you. <laughs>